Yo, yo, what's good world? It's your boy Rob Clifton. Real talk, real views. Coming through with another episode. Got my cousin, my man Junior. He came right back on the show. He on the road. He's trucking. He needs somebody to talk to. Make the time go by fast. So he's on. And he gonna add fire to this fucking content. Yo, we got three big ass topics. We're gonna talk about the NFL. We're gonna talk about the Brian Flores situation. And we're gonna talk about all the different things that we feel about that. We're gonna talk about Joe Rogan. And we're gonna talk about how sometimes our own people, they get off a of code. And other people of all races, they get off a of code. And they start talking like somebody different to get what they want. And we need to cut doing that shit out. Because that shit's stupid. But Clifton, like, let's continue talking about. The fucking, like, the Joe Rogan thing, when I saw it, and I saw Aries Spears, I don't know how you feel about that comedian, Clifton and Junior, when I saw his little video on YouTube this morning, I was just like, yo, this, it wasn't even that serious what this nigga Joe Rogan said, I don't even care, like, I got a crazy sense of humor, anything could make me laugh, you know what I mean, but what he said, it doesn't offend me, at some point, Clifton, when the fuck do black people start saying Yo, we need to quit being so fucking sensitive. Oh, shit, they call you a monkey. You can call him a monkey back. What the fuck? Like, somebody call me a monkey and I'll just laugh. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> the fuck? Why the fuck does every, like, when, whenever somebody calls a black person a monkey, why the fuck is that racist? I don't get it. I don't get it. It's just, I'm a, I don't get it. I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just say this real quick about that. You know, he didn't take it out of concept. Like, he didn't, like, make it, you know, that personal. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't even that serious. It wasn't even that deep when Joe Rogan uh-huh. said it. He was making out a joke. Now, if he come out, like, in a, in a different vibe, like, oh, you damn rookies. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, you know, like, that type of um, energy. Then, okay, I can see why people get mad because they feel like, you know, he, he does have some kind of hate. But Joe Rogan have no hate against, you know, he uh, No, Blocky. He don't have exactly. no... Hey, listen, here's the other thing that he said. He said... To this, to his friend in Africa, who's half black, half white. Um, he, uh, his friend said, "Yeah, I'm half black, I'm half white. My mom's this, my my dad's this." And then he said, "Okay, so you have the you have the body of a black man, and you got the brain of a white man." And most black people just got so offended by that. But it's like, bruh, we killing the game in athletics, dog. We are killing the facts are the facts, like. How many motherfucking businesses do we own? How much land do we own? We don't own anything yet. So if people are saying that shit, yeah, could that be a little bit fucked up? Yeah, but is it not the truth? We killing the NFL. We killing the NBA. That's what we're fucking known for. He's just speaking facts. We're usually athletic. We usually know how to jump. We usually have big dicks. What the fuck? That's what we know for. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the truth. Why the fuck are people getting so mad? Like, y'all niggas, they, they got to get out their feelings, bro. DL, who you need? I don't know if somebody paid this nigga to get of out the joke again, but... Yeah, somebody had to pay him because, y'all, that shit is getting old, man. That shit's getting old. We're trying to get people canceled, man. Joe Rogan but, is cool, man. Joe Rogan is I, cool. I don't think Joe Rogan's going to get canceled. I, I feel like he's just going to do... A, it's just another controversy situation. You know, mm-hmm. um, every time I see Joe Rogan get into some uh, crazy nonsense, they they always try to make it seem like, you know, he did the most. And I just want to throw a, a philosophy in there. And, you know, I know this is not part of the, you know, the schedule subject, but a person will find, if a person don't, doesn't like it already, they'll find any little thing to make it a big deal to, you know, to add more into the, you know, to the frame to not like you. 
you know and we you know there's always you know an issue out of everybody even you know you and me you know um junior you know like you might do something normally and it may be something a little not much of a big deal but a person that don't write like you already they will make you know they'll turn that thing upside down just for that little thing because Howard Stern you ever heard of Howard Stern show yeah I remember him he makes like he be saying some rude shit oh damn you, are you in trouble junior <laughs> never mind <laughs> hello <laughs> yeah I'm still here clipping Okay, but is Junior still there? Because I heard a, a siren, <laughs> like siren going on. I don't know what's going on with Junior right now. He, 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 nah, he we all... good, we good, we good. I'm just listening. Oh, we, we good, good we good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, but yeah, that, that's the situation I, I I could say. And also, um, Howard Stern, man, like Howard Stern's been doing some like a lot of you know controversial stuff that you know it makes me feel some type of way. He's funny as hell, but would I take it personal? No. Like they all show this um mental disabled black dude in, in Howard Stern show, and everybody makes jokes about him how dumb and dumbed down he is. Like he, he's mentally ill, but nobody takes it as a personal insult. Like Howard Stern, be that sensitive. Yeah, but they have no filter. Like I don't understand. Like I really don't understand. Like you know, there's a lot of things that, you know, a controversy stuff that, especially in Dave Chappelle, where, I don't know if you heard about, you remember the Dave Chappelle con- controversy situation? Yeah. When he said something about um, transgender and they trying to make a big deal out of it. But shows like South Park, Family Guy, they never got canceled. You know, it's all about picking mm-hmm. two person that they don't like already. Because they, if, yep. if, if, I'm saying they did just all picking two, in my opinion. That's just my two cents about that. Yeah, yeah, you're right, and yeah, yeah, Cliff, because that, you know, because, like, we, we all know that Joe Rogan, he, he ain't trying to hurt nobody, Joe Rogan is, he's cool, Joe Rogan be trying to give us the best facts he can, he invites the best guests to his show, am I a huge yeah. fan of the podcast, not necessarily, you know, I used to listen to it, um, but, it, you know, not, not, not too much, but Joe Rogan is still cool, though, man, I got nothing, nothing but love. I got cool because yeah. there's a lot of information, of course, people don't want to talk about. I mean, the mainstream doesn't talk about it. You know what I'm saying? They it, like the stuff that the, the mainstream says is it's full of bullshit sometimes, man. And huh? I'm glad that we have, you know, you got podcasts like Joe Rogan show because they keep it a hundred. Believe it or not, he's one of the main pioneers. When it comes to like these type of podcasts where people get to say the shit that they need to say. Like I gotta get the Right. He's independent. He's doing some stuff with Spotify. I know they had a little conflict, um, I think about a year ago or whatever. But still, he's pretty much independent. Joe Rogan has complete control of what he's doing. Wait. And I have nothing but love and respect for him for that. But wait, 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 that I, yeah. I just, I just wanna say it's the same people who don't that didn't like him from the from the beginning when they started that nonsense with the um, Spotify. It's the same people oh. who you know doing the same thing again. I just wanted to throw that out there. Right. Yeah, it it could be what you know, me and Andy, you know, shout out to Andy. One day we'll get him back on the show, you know. Um, but me and Andy when we were talking earlier, we were talking about okay, Clifton Light, why here's the thing with this world, we do not have freedom of speech. The moment somebody tells you how they really truly feel, we cancel them. We tell them, well, you don't deserve this. Hey, you got to apologize. Why the fuck?
should they apologize if that's how they really fucking feel? When do we stop? When do we stop, like, putting that line because that's making shit difficult in this world? You're walking on eggshells. Me, personally, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to tell you how the fuck I feel. If that shit offends you, oh, fucking well. Look, man, I got a freedom of speech. You know, that's our right. And it's just so fucked up how motherfuckers try to control it. Oh, you oh you want to have that right and you want to be able to do what you want to do 100% of the time, Clifford? We'll take some money from you. When people get to the point where, like, oh, I just need a little bit of money. I don't need too much. And then money don't um, affect, affect them that much. Maybe we'll get our rights back, man. But right now, motherfuckers, as soon as somebody say, oh, if you don't apologize, we can't do business with you. Now you're losing millions and millions of dollars. You're like, no, no, no. Quit being at the mercy of anybody. That shit's fucked up. That shit is fucked up, man. It's fucking up this. It's fucking up America, man. You know, not. But I mean, the foundation of how America was even formed—that's a whole other debate for another day. We know it wasn't formed the best way. That's 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 what I know. <laughs> but I just, that's really. Uh, you know, I just want to say something real quick about you know what you said about freedom of speech. You're right. There, there's. I mean, I think there isn't no freedom of speech. You want, you want to say the things that you want to say, but you know, people are sensitive and people do get offended. You have to be careful what you, how you say these, um, certain things. Um, you know, I know um, most of us guys are tough-skinned, but that's just, just a sad truth, though, bro. Like, I, I, I want to talk more about that, but you know, right? Yeah, I think it's Go ahead, sorry. I can say I can't. Go ahead, bro. I was gonna say, man, you got motherfuckers dying in the army for us, Clifton. Got motherfuckers dying in the army and and risking their lives, and we don't even have freedom of speech. And and then these guys are saying, and these women, I'm hero, I'm a hero, like a hero to what? There's no real freedom in this motherfucking world, man. Motherfuckers try to cancel you every fucking chance. They fucking get. We got weirdos trying to take over the world. You got men saying, "Oh no, I'm not. I'm I'm half a I'm half a woman, but I'm a man." Like I was listening to an uh, uh, interview where the Fresh and Fit podcast had Kevin Samuels as a guest, and, and they had some transgender women up in there. You know, and Kevin Samuels going one on one. I'm just like, yo, I can't. I couldn't even finish listening to. It. I was just like, dog, I'm done. Like, you know, well, what, what was going on? Like what they were saying. I I just because because yo this because you know because she was trying to say that why is it on like Kevin Samuels he always tries to say how men are the dominant ones or whatever and and um and then this this transgender woman was like or man whatever the fuck that uh um was saying that why is it always only men that are dominant why can't women be dominant too and it's like oh my god. You know, you just can't have two. You can't. You can't have two dominant figures, bro. The world would be fucked up. Everybody would always fight. You know what I mean? At some point, someone has to submit. You know what I mean? Is it always the women? No. But what would uh, what Kevin Samuels say? He said a very interesting point. Not actually Kevin Samuels, but some other guy. I heard him on uh, TikTok. But dog, men submit all the time. We're probably the most submissive people in the world. We are on some real shit. We have to make sure our women are catered to, our kids are catered to, and a lot of the times we're not very catered to. Fucking Father's Day just flies by like it's just a regular day. Mother's Day, oh shit, oh Junior, we cannot forget to give mom roses. Can't forget to give the wifey chocolate. 
You know what I mean? You, you know what I'm saying, Junior? But Father's yeah, Day yeah. can just pass and nobody gives a fuck. Nobody gives a fuck about Father's <laughs> No, no, they don't give a fuck about Father's, bro. Like, shit, shit, shit is fucking crazy, man. But what, what I'm, what I'm getting at though, man? Uh, go Wait, ahead. I, 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 I want to put my two cents on that too. Like, yeah, you're right. Nobody gives a fuck about the father because, you know, how society is. You know, we, and I, and I love my mom too. You know what I'm saying? I know we all love our mothers, but we glorify the moms more than the father. You know what I'm saying? And that's how society always been. You know, from mainstream media to social life, you know what I'm saying? From everything. And, you know, sadly, this is true. But I, just like you mentioned on TikTok, how, I don't know, like a guy I mentioned about the Joe Rogan situation. I've seen it on TikTok where a guy talk about how much hours he sacrificed working, how much vacation time he sacrificed, the days off, just to make sure his kids have some gear to play football. And... Then when he, you know, the kid won the football game, all the kid did was thank the, the mother. He didn't even think or even mention the father, all the effort that he put in. And it was so sad. And he was like, yo, yeah, chef. it's sad because he, he did a lot of sacrifice to make sure he had enough money to buy the kid some gear, but the, the kid didn't even acknowledge it. So you write about that 100%. Another thing I'm going to bring up about, which you just mentioned about the you know, these, um, the transgender. And by the way, for anybody out there who is, you know, that, you know, who go that way with, you know, we all support, you know, whoever you are, we respect it. You know, we have no problem with anybody if you're, you go that way. So stop trying to push a narrative off of, uh, you know, try, like, stop, stop trying to like push a narrative for the guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hate when those, you know, and, when and you do, man, and kids too, like, like, you cannot, you cannot go out here and try to influence kids to, to do, to do what you do, you know, like you know, they don't have no common sense. They don't have no, you know, you can't you can't promote that to kids, so that way they can like, oh, it's okay. You know, they don't know no better yet. They don't. You know? And th- that's the thing. Like, look, man, if you if you go that way because you know through through high school eras, whatever you want to call it, it's, it's cool. But I understand they always try to push that narrative, and they make they try to make it seem like, oh, you were born this way. No. You were influenced this way. I don't care what anybody say. You were influenced this way. You were, they, you know, push you in that, you know, in that, in, in that route. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was no, there's no, I don't believe in that stuff. Oh, you were, um, you know, you were born gay. I honestly, I, 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 I'm not trying to, like, make anybody mad, whoever listens to this. But I don't believe in that stuff. You know, it's an influence at, at the end of the day. Okay? Like, if your father was a, ba- um, a, a basketball player... Nine times out of ten, you're going to end up as a basketball player. And you could look at it right now. D-Wayne Wade's son, LeBron James' son, they all end up as basketball players. Were they born to be basketball players? No. They were influenced to be basketball players. That's it. Like, I, I'm, I'm not making it up. All right? Um, Magic Johnson, and now I'm going to be, you know, I, I just want to throw this on. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm not going to bring that up. But I just want to say that it's all about influence. It's all about the influence at the end of the day on that situation, you know. And I and, and when I see people talking about, or oh, you know, women, support, uh, you know, why can't like other people be, um, you know, you know, be dominant? I guess was, was that what you're trying to say, Rob? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh huh. Okay, so uh, just just for that, I just want to say this: 
Y'all could be dominant all y'all want, but don't complain to us when things are not going the way it's supposed to go. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, these certain situations. Because naturally, we're supposed to be dominant, us men. Okay? If you don't like how guys are, you know, leading the way, that's okay. You can find somebody else, you know, to lead the way. You know what I'm saying? And I'm speaking for the, um, to, the lead, uh, to the ladies. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, if you want to be the dominant one, just believe it. It's not going to be an easy route for y'all. Um, because it's never easy for us guys to, but it's up to y'all. I'm just saying. All right, that's my two cents about, you know, that, that when Robert just mentioned. Mm-hmm. And we also, yeah, yeah, because you just can't have two dominant people. Now it's just going to be a headache. It's like in every classroom, there's always one teacher. But you can't have two teachers in every classroom. That's not going to work out. Eventually, they're going to bump heads because somebody just wants to take over and just be like, this is my class. You know what I mean? It's never gonna work out. That that it, too dominant shit. Somebody has to submit. Somebody has to say, "Go ahead, you take the wheel." Two people can't drive a car. Only one person can. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, that's literally how it is. Am I saying that women can't lead? Uh, I mean, there are some women out there. Apparently, they lead their relationships, but they're not happy about it. They don't like that shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? They don't. Not, they don't. They don't like that shit. <laughs> It's too much stress, you know, taking on a, a woman trying to take on what men take on every single day, you know, like making sure, yo, you know, all the crazy bills are paid, making sure you don't go do nothing fucking crazy and, and cheat on your woman, making sure you don't do nothing stupid to go to jail, making sure you don't say anything where a woman can say, oh, sexual harassment, now you got a case, like it's crazy. It's hard you know, being a man. Make, make sure you, know, you don't get fucked with by the cops. You, you know what? I just want to say this real quick. Because when I was like, you know, doing my own research about, you know, relationships, um, I did a research about lesbian relationships, right? Let's talk about yeah. that. And that, and for anybody who's a lesbian, don't don't take it as if like, I'm, you know, we're trying to like find a way to attack you guys, but we're just speaking some facts right here. When it comes to like getting married, Majority of the time, lesbians have the highest um, divorce ever because the masculine one gets tired of being the one that's always giving the energy of treatment, of nurturing the other one, always trying to be the, you know, taking the lead. And, you know what I'm saying? They get tired of it because they naturally want that, want that, you know, type of um, energy in return too. They do want that, but they don't get that. And it becomes toxic to the point where, you know, it doesn't work out at the end of the day. And I'm just speaking facts because, I, I, you know, I found that out when I seen a situation where this lady got divorced at least three times within a year, within one year. I and like, the, second time, time, just, like, huh? the second time, you should just give up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Give up. But she kept on going and she was the, the masculine one. But she didn't like how, you know, she had to deal with the nonsense of, you know, listening to their girl's ears. They, you know, all that nonsense. Like, it's, it talk, gets very tiring. Yeah, like, talk about that. Talk about that, man. It was, it was uh, this guy listen. that... No, go ahead. Go ahead, Junior. Yeah, it was this guy that I used to work with. And he was like a little short little dude. And I felt bad for him because he used to tell me stories how, how the wife used to be beating him up. I'm like, man, 
Like, you went to a guy, yeah, he, he was a little short midget, man. He, he, and I'm just like, man, like, 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 it hurt him to the point where every time he, 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 he spoke about the situation, he used to cry. I'm like, damn, man, I can't do nothing to help you. You know, like, like, you got to get a weapon. And, you know, sometimes, <laughs> if, if you get beat up like that. You tell him you couldn't leave. You tell him just get a weapon. <laughs> yeah, because he was like, man, she be beating me up. You know, I can't talk about this situation. I'm like, man, you know, like, like you got in the beginning of a relationship, you gotta show them that you is dominant. You, you know, you, you, you gonna be the one that that's gonna protect them. But if they feel like they look at you like, yo, this this man ain't shit. He can't protect me. You know, he let he he let God talk to me. However. She gonna go home and she gonna bully you. She she already know. She already know that. She already know the you know the minute the minute that you know she's she's in a situation you're not gonna be there to protect it. So so if she's if she's bigger than you, yeah she go she go but she go toss you around, talk talk to you whatever. She's not gonna have no type of respect for you. So as a man, you have to be dominant. You have to gain your respect early in the relationship. If not. You know, it's it's done from from there. That is that's that crazy because I'm looking up, I'm literally looking up what you're saying, Clifton, and you're right. You know, multiple websites are saying the same thing that you're saying that the divorce rate amongst the lesbian uh, married couples is huge. They they divorce more more than gay couples, like you know, two gay guys. It's crazy. Okay, well, Clifton's right about that. Okay, well, here's the thing, guys understand like this may sound really messed up but women are selfish when it comes to sharing their emotions they want all to themselves they want to be the one yes here's something else too i think this may sound a little crazy but hear me out there is dominance in certain women like there is dominance but it comes but it's not in that category what you think on what i'm about to say rob it's in the dominance of emotions of sharing each other how we feel to you know to balance out you know mm-hmm. our daily lives you know what i'm saying like if you're feeling stressed out your girl's here to understand how you feel she'll be there to make you feel better you know what i'm saying that's where it comes uh-huh. to that but there's some people who are just dominant or on just being selfish on on you know when it comes to like understanding one another um guys can understand that Guys can understand one another when we stress out for another. We can talk about our daily situation, our daily lives. What's the problem with us? We we are really good at doing that. I, I, I'll give I'll give us that. Um, so it works out for the for the better for more, most of the time with guys with other guys. And you know, no more of that gay shit, no homo. But <laughs> I, I, I just I just did a I just did a, a lot of like study on these type of stuff because. Sadly enough, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to, like, understand people because, I, you know, I was going through a lot of nonsense wrong when it comes to relationships at, uh, on another level. But females are known to be selfish when it comes to understanding each other. They don't want to 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 understand one another. They want to be understood. And that's, that's the sad truth. Not all females are like this, all right? But most are like this. And that's why when it comes to, like, the lesbian stuff... You know, females think that they um, will get, you know, some kind of reciprocation from one another, but it's the selfish game over there. But that's oh, my... Yeah, yeah, hold on. Yo, hey, yo, yo, Cliff, I'm about to add you to this. 
Hey, yo, E, man. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, you on right now. You are on the podcast live right now. Hey, man. So, right now, Clifton just told, Clifton is talking about how he saw on the, um, that he's been doing research and there is a, a high-ass divorce rate amongst lesbian couples, dog. They're divorcing fast. Alarming-ass rate. The gay guys, the gay married couples, like the two two guys, they're lasting longer. <laughs> that's crazy, my nigga. That's crazy. Oh man. It's, 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 you know, I think it's because they need some D in their life. You know. For real, majority. I think majority of the lesbian women are emotionally confused. So you know, they think a woman can meet that. Uh, Meet their emotional needs, and then they, you know, fail to realize they need a man. You know. I also, I'm, can, I, can I also say something else? So this may sound really messed up because something just came across my mind uh, about what you just said about lesbian. You know what really pissed me off, and this may seem like I'm being like hella like anti, like um, homophobic. They talking about they don't need dick, but majority of them have fake dicks. Right. Yeah. I, 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 I never. It does drive me crazy. It does drive me crazy. Yeah, like no you. And and another thing I also want to say is that why the hell the the masculine one always want to look like the worst version of a male? Like they're always <laughs> looking like they have their pants hanging like a fucking like they're thugged out. But and, and, like there's guys who look you know properly good and they want to look like the 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 worst version of our own kind. Like I don't understand these. Ho- I mean, these women. I don't understand them. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you know I, I try to I try not to be judgmental, but uh, I'm not trying to be judgmental too, bro. I, I swear to gosh, I'm not. But I, but I, hey, you be I, honest. I, I don't it. know if y'all ever noticed, like with uh, studs, bro. They the worst ones to encounter with. Cause they be trying to uh, prove themselves like they're men, or they like got some testosterone, but they ain't they ain't carrying no weight. They still emotional like women, you know. Like uh, I've had a couple supervisors and stuff, and it's just like they be overly trying to push their point. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's and I think it's because they know they don't have any masculinity, so like they be trying to pretend and prove a point and push, you know, to show that, like, I'm just as man as you, and in all reality, we both know that they're not. They're not. Like, at the end of the day, no matter how much, um, you know, intimacy they have with a female, they'll never understand how much a good of a nut will feel, you know? Like, they'll never understand that feeling, you know what I'm saying? And... Like they, they, but again, like I said, I just don't understand why they try to look like the worst version of our own. You know what I'm saying? Like they just came out of the streets, and it doesn't make any sense. And again, I, this thing seems like I'm a hater. I am not a hater. You know, I, I do respect the the, the community, but it, it, you know, y- y'all gotta y- y'all gotta do better, in my opinion. They they gotta do better. That's just I'm like some of them. I've I've heard that some of them. Go go ahead, Junior. I feel like if if if, if you go be gay, don't use no dildo. You know, like if you if you if you really into women, don't use no dildo to you know to fantasize on dicks. Like like just use your your personal body part and see how that works for you. Like, That's what I'm saying. It's it's, it's, it's no emotional, man. It's real emotional. 
And women are emotional characters. So, like, I think a lot of women get hurt or they get lost with men and then they think it's going to be okay because a woman can understand it emotionally, but they learn it's it's not going to work. It's just like this one time. That's what happened. I was talking to this one lesbian uh, lady that I know, you know, and she was married. She was a married woman at the time, and she left her husband or whatever split and decided she was going to be with a woman, and she told me they moved in this uh, duplex or whatever, whatnot, and she realized she wasn't gay in the instance they had a raccoon get in their house, and they had an argument about who was going to get the raccoon out the house. And, you know, she was just like, I knew in that instant, like, that I had to have a man. She said, because I would have never had any. It would have been no discussion with my husband. He would have, even if he was scared, he would have got the raccoon out the house. He would have did what he needed to do. You know, and she was like, we arguing about who was going to take the trash out at night to the dumpster and all kind of stuff. She was like, and I, I realized, like, nah, I got to have a man. This woman on woman act ain't going to work. And uh-huh. in instances like that, of examples is why I'm sure they're divorcing at alarming rates, you know, because they get an emotional mix up and the car shows getting involved and realize, like, who's going to change that tire? You know what I'm saying? Who's going to, it's a lot of things that men bring to the table that women just, not saying they can't do it, but it's just not a, a natural they don't possess it, you know, it's just not, not not their duty. So when you got two of them, they just lost. A.E., I, I 100% agree with you on that. I said that before, even before you got on the, you know, the podcast, I say it's naturally, naturally it comes into us that where we have to, you know, have duties to look out for our women, females. Us, you know, for females on the other hand, especially the ones that's trying to act like us, they don't have that, you know, duty naturally in, in their system, you know? So, like you mentioned about how females be arguing with one another and, you know, about who needs to do what, it just clicked into my mind, like, yo, if a female's still trying to look for other females, right? And they're not even trying to be the dominant one, but yet they're having these little simple arguments about who did you take out the trash? then it seems like they're being selfish. You know what I'm saying? And it just made me come to my conclusion. Like, they don't want to be dominant, but they want to be, like, um, be the boss. Like, be bossy. Like, oh, you need to do this, do that, and that's it. They don't want to be dominant to, um, towards anybody, but they just want to be bossy. That's just my theory and my conclusion. Yeah, and if you think about women, I'm married. I know Robin's married. I'm not for sure if you are. My wife want to run stuff, but really she don't. She, she want to run her mouth. But really, women, naturally, I think they do want to be dominated. You know what I'm saying? They, they want you to put your foot down and make decisions kind of for them. And they'll follow your lead as long as they see that you're doing it the right way. But they're always going to have something to say in between. And, and don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's every woman, but naturally, that's how I think it is. Like, a woman wants a man that's going to step up and say this is what this is and this is what this is gonna be and she'll submit to it but if you weak she'll run all over it you know what I'm saying yeah. mm-hmm. like I was and saying the midget, that too. the midget was getting bullied he was getting bullied by his wife he used to come to work he used to come to work he had knocks on his head I was like yo what's, what's going on you okay 
man, man, you know, he, he had to pull me to the side, man. This is what's going on. I'm getting, I'm getting bullied by my wife, man. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to divorce her, man. And and he's right. You gotta in the, in the beginning of relationship, if if you if you show weakness, that's it. You you done with you. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like Real no woman don't admit that. No, no woman want no yes man. That's why they say nice guys oh, yeah. to the flash. You know what I'm saying? Because you kind of no. you gotta kind of be an asshole or a dick or whatever you want to call it with a woman. That don't mean that you just abuse your men powers. You know, but. Yeah, because if if you just a yes man and you fold for everything, they'll use abuse you and then throw you away. And that's just uh-huh. that's the fucking truth right there, man. Yeah, you know, deep, and, and man. because back in the past, the men kind of overstepped their boundaries. Like you have men, like I did research on this, like in the in the forties, I think fifties and sixties, whatever. Some men used to fucking no, no. I think even before those years, twenties to thirties. These men used to fucking throw their women in the closets, lock them up. Like, if they what divorced, the-, the men would get everything. The woman wouldn't get anything. Like, it was really bad, dog. At one point in time, the woman had no voice, no rights. And now, then they did all their little marches. They got their rights. They were able to vote. But then, like, shit got a little twisted. Now, the value of the man went down. And then the value of the woman went up. And then, then we started having problems. And then... When they, when the fucking uh, government started that Section A housing shit, dog, that's when it was bad. And, and, and Clifton, that brings me to that. So it's what I was about to say. Like when we got the fucking power and Junior, I don't know, and Junior and E, I know y'all boys watch uh, Power. Oh uh, yeah, I, 50 yeah, cent, yeah, I'm on that. Fifty Cent, Fifty Cent, kind of dis. Like I don't know if he's doing this shit on purpose, but he kind of degrades the black father. I don't like that shit. Like, he got on, on, he makes Ghost look like the worst father ever. You know what I mean? He makes Ghost look like the worst father ever. His son shoots him. Like, okay, a little nigga watching the fucking show who is probably out on the streets with guns and with gangs and shoot what the fuck you think is going to be on his mind. Yo, I don't even like this nigga. I could blast this nigga. Like, you got to watch what you putting out there. And then, if you ever watch Raising Canaan, that one, you know, fucking Q's playing... Uh, Kanan's uh, father And he's asking his baby mama Hey can you line it up so me and my son Can talk Same shit with Power With Mary J playing Monet And and uh, Mecca telling Hey can you line it up for me and my son to talk The fuck I don't need her permission I'm the fucking father dog I'll go fucking talk to my son And tell that nigga Boy, what it is Nigga I'm your father It's like we were talking about that shit, side, huh? the fuck? With that I think he's drawing the like the picture of kind of a lot of what you do see in the black community. Not trying to knock it, but I know in our generation, it's 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 more than half that is fatherless, you know. And it ain't all that fathers and and, and with like you were saying, Q on raising Ken. I like that he showed that you know narrative because there is a lot of women that's keeping good fathers out of their kids' lives. And no one talks about that. And that's what that lady's kind of doing. Like, dude's a police officer living a, a stand-up life, you know, trying to work in the system. And it shows this woman's keeping him away and then had the kid kill him or attempt to kill him before he could find out that was actually his son, you know. I know it ain't going that deep in real life, but there's a lot of dads out here that's trying to be dads that's 
moms that's keeping them away and then painting the picture that he's a deadbeat or that he's raising someone else's kid. But in yeah, all with honesty, that, with, with that, man, even this guy I used to drive with, you know, he told me how how his his lady don't let him see his daughter. And I'm like, man, like, you and know, in all like, honesty, what, what, what do you do in that situation if, if the wife is not letting you see your daughter? Or like, or like, or like, if you go there, you know, it's always conflict. So now you decide, okay, you know, if I go there, it's all gonna be some type of problem. I'm not gonna see my daughter. Do you, do you, do you go see your daughter no matter what, how you feel when you well, get there? With you? But it don't work that way because she'll get the laws on you, and then once she gets the law involved on your situation, really, it's about where your financial standpoint is. Because you gotta have money for your lawyer, and then you gotta. Uh, so that you're stable, that you have a stable place for these kids to go, and you're going to be in and out of court. And anybody that know in America, there's no such thing as going into a courtroom without spending some money. So if you're not in that the, is, if you're not in the, okay, financial standpoint, you're going to lose because it is just, it's just what it is. And that's what I think a lot of guys they kind of give up instead of getting that extra job or try to find a better job they like I can't I ain't got no money to pay that I'm paying this other woman child support already or you know I'm barely getting my bills paid this lawyer wants $1,500 to take the case and then you still not guaranteed to win once you get there so then it's like what do you got to do get another lawyer which is going to be another $1,500 and <clears throat> yeah so with us being middle class and it's a struggle I think a lot of people just give up you know, they just give up hope and they fold, you know. And then when that happens, the woman is one. Well, well, um, I, I, let me just put my two cents on this one real quick, though. Um, I, I got to go back to the situation where Robert said, E-Man, you was right about what you said. It, I know it's not. Um, there's a lot of black fathers out there that have that image where Ghost has with the, you know, that that's so power. Believe it or not. And not, not all of our, um, you know, our our stories, you know, link up the same way because they're good fathers. You know what I'm saying? Like Robin and and you. Are you a father too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a father. Okay. So there's a lot of good fathers like us, but we can't relate to the same situation as, um, you know, Ghost did because, you know, this is not something that Ghost, um, that we all can relate. Um, but I will say for sure, um, you know, if it comes out to that situation where a guy has to fold, he just give up and not able to see the farm, um, the kids, you know, it, it's just how it is. Some people don't have that strong willpower like the rest of us do. Because one way or the other, if I have kids, I'll make shit happen to see my kids. You know, you know, fuck the court system, you know what I'm saying? Because they be they be grinding as fuck. They they'll make sure it you know, the the man goes through a lot of bullshit. And the female, you know, they make the females play as a victim. I, I hate when they, you know, females do that. So, brothers out there, please be careful because females could be grinding as hell. You may think you know a female for 20 years, but she will switch up on you if she has a, a situation, you know, like a situation like that. She, she could. I'm not saying that all females are like this, but, you know, you got to be careful, you know what I'm saying? That's my because I was just saying that there's a lot of men out there that just really ain't shit and ain't about nothing either, you know. So, and that's why it's so hard to read in between the lines on that because you got to take it person by person, case by case. 
because some of these women really is getting abused and some of these kids probably really better off without that man around. But then you got some women that get bitter because you decide you don't want to be with her and you're going to be with another woman or whatever the case might be. You know, so they like, oh, you ain't going to be with me. It's, it's, it's us or it ain't nothing at all. You know, and you get that. And it's vice versa on both sides because men can be bitter too. Oh, yeah, I, I've had it happen. I, I, this happened to me. I've seen that shit. Ain't, ain't no lie. They get bitter as a motherfucker, dog. I was gonna tell. I was gonna say, man, like it, it's, it's fucked up that it, 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 it's like that. But, but Edo, man, I'm, a, I'm gonna have to be honest, dog. You really, if you really gotta make it happen, regardless of the courts and whatever, you, it's your, it's your duty, it's your responsibility yeah. to be in that child's life. That and is. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, but I gotta be honest too. They all like the what the women need to realize that there's men doing this shit too. Men keeping their kids away from the mob. Like that shit is petty as fuck. <laughs> I'm in that and, situation. And in those instances, you know, on both sides, they gotta realize really the only person that's getting hurt is the kid. Because uh-huh. they look like gonna grow up and be a messed up individual and have all these crazy outlooks. You know, I don't like. But you gotta see too, E. Here's what I'm gonna have to say before I forget. The fucking court system gets rich off of the division of the mother and the father. Oh yeah, getting fucking rich because it's fees. That's why I say. Anytime you go in the courtroom, there's fees. You know, even like when you pay, I pay child support now. There's a fee to that. So like, I pay what I pay. That's supposed to come out and then there's a service fee for the courts every week so they're that's their whole game is how they can take our money so it's just you know that's just what it's been that's what it's gonna be that's why i said there's no such thing as dealing with a court system without them getting paid you know they they got a fee I, for everything i feel like i feel like the whole court system to change right especially when it comes to like the fathers like they said be able to find a way to like to like know okay this person is, is not good he's not a good father okay we gonna charge him but the person that's actually there and 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 providing for that child you know they should have taken away more money from from the father you know he's already there providing as a person why 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 take more money out of my pocket knowing that i'm already providing for my daughter or like my son you know i feel like that's not fair they need to they just figure out another way to like, yeah, it's oh, not fair. But you know, they're not. It, it's not about fairness for them. It's all about how to make their money. You know, really, that's, that's all what they are. It's a business. They just, this is America's a business. That's yeah. it. America's the whole thing. We all it know is. that shit. So it's like, how can we get the revenue? Because they gonna charge us court fees, and then they gonna charge you uh, service fees. And then, like, even with the women, they re- I believe that they, since they uh, count that uh, child support as income, you know, they get taxed on it. When it comes tax time, they got to report that. So the government's getting some of that. And they taxed it before they took it from you. So they getting paid three, four ways out of that, the whole way. And that's, and that's why... Like, just the whole court system in general, regardless if it's family, if it's judicial, it's just all about how they can make some money out of the situation. 
Uh-huh. And they love divided families. You you keep dividing families, you destroy generations. Oh yeah. Wait, yeah, wait. And, and, you know you gotta you gotta keep game on all that shit. That shit is all fucked up. It's all fucked up. And you know, the older we get he and you know, niggas that are open and they actually talk about their situation, like how you told me about your situation and you, you know when, when when I had took you to you know the what was it, family dollar, you paid that child support payment and you were yeah. opening up to me about that shit. I was like, That shit is bad. More guys need to talk about that so they can know, okay, you not on you not alone and we gonna figure out a way to get through this. Cause I had a homeboy, he had six baby mamas, he was working at Amazon, his check was nine hundred and sixty four dollars when all the child support came out for all those kids, he was down to one sixty four. How the fuck can he live off of hundred and sixty four dollars <laughs> a fucking week? Nigga, I was just like, yo, this is crazy. God damn. All those women and dog, I need women to you know, if you're a woman and you listening to this, dog, stop fucking putting these guys. You have to literally talk to the man. See if you can work something out. Like, yo, as long as he's giving you something every month, every week, you guys work together. Y'all might not live together, but he's helping you financially support the child. You guys come to an agreement. Don't fucking get the courts involved. All they going to do is make it messy. So y'all hate each other more, and they, they get paid more. Because if you guys keep beefing more, they're going to get paid more. That lawyer's like, all right, we, we don't got him in another conflict again. You know, they'll start lying. Oh, this is what your woman said. Like, it's crazy what they be doing, man. It's mm-hmm. fucking crazy. You're so right. And like you just said, just create more hate with inside. Hating the person that really you shouldn't hate at all. Like, uh-huh. that, that's, yeah. that's the worst of it all, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, but it's bad, you know. But we at least we seeing it, and I hope more brothers are like stepping up to the plate, man. But he earlier, like, oh dog, I gotta give you a better intro on this shit. So everybody, yo, yeah, we've been wanting to get this fucking show on. We've been wanting to invite E on this shit for a long time. Maybe sooner or later, I have my Mexican brother Mario on this shit. But dog. Me, I, me and E went to school together, got our CDLs at the same time, passed on the same day. This is like the closest thing I got to a brother in Kansas City, because I tell you what, a lot of the niggas out there ain't shit. But, you know, I just this is the closest thing I got <laughs> to a brother out here is, is E. So, man, E, welcome to the show. You already doing your thing. You know, me and Clifton, we, we, we happy to, and, and Junior, we happy to have you on here. But the topic we was talking about, um, earlier before we got you on is what do you think about the whole the whole uh the whole Joe Rogan situation? You see how they saying that he used racial slurs when he said that that black dude that half black dude half white dude um from Africa when Joe Rogan said you got the body of a of a black man but you got the mind of a white man and and you know a niggas got all sensitive about that shit i don't know if you heard about that he and now they got joe rogan apologizing i'm like dog niggas is getting too sensitive dog like it ain't that serious man like 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 you know you see hearing that shit i don't got nothing to it bro like it's whatever <laughs> like let a white man call me a monkey i'm just gonna laugh like <laughs> And if he's ugly, I'll call him a name. I'll just laugh too. Like, fuck you, dog. <laughs> uh, I don't think, well, I gotta keep it real with you. I don't, I don't think he used. He didn't even use it out of like you know, in a certain context to make it seem like he had hate for us brothers. You know what I'm saying? 
he didn't use it like in a in a in a bad way. He was just making a joke of that one black dude being half black and half white. Okay, you know how many jokes that we make about like us guys, us niggas making jokes about people being light skinned like Drake. All right, you know how many times we make jokes about those like people shouldn't be. I, like I said before, and I'll say it again, they just trying to find ways to, um, because if you don't like a person already, they'll find ways to make sure they amplify li- the littlest thing ever and make a big deal out of it. That's just my two cents on that, and I still stand with that. Mm-hmm. Think about that shit. He, did Joe Rogan say anything that offended you, dog? Like, it's offensive. And really, I'm not surprised. Like, it's good. Like, I feel like he 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 taking he about to take a hit in the pocket, and that's the best we can have. But, you know, white people, they love it. They're going to support him regardless. You know what I'm saying? And he's trying to, you know, make this fake apology, but... The thing is, is we, you can see the curtains being off, but it's being off when he was doing it. It's just somebody put a video together and put them in the light. You know what I'm saying? Well, do you think yeah. he's racist, though, Lee? Oh, yeah, of course. You think Joe Rogan is racist? Come on. No, man, there's no way. No, he's not. And in a way, you hear nigger that often, you don't have, like, just the monkey story in Philly. But... I'll tell you one thing that I've learned, even with guys that, you know, I got white friends and they do racist shit subconsciously, not even knowing. Like, sometimes white people feel like because I don't want to hang you on a tree, I'm not racist. You know what I'm saying? Or because I'm not beating on you, I'm not racist. That's just like a real, real shit, real life story. So. I was working in this apartment job and uh, a buddy of mine named Rome, he was working there for like three or four years. He was making like $13. He was trying to get a raise. They're like, nah, you're making the most money we can give you. You just get the cost of living raise, which was only like five cents, three cents, whatever. So he finally quit. I got my buddy Scott on, which was a white guy. They started him out at $15. So... There's this other guy that I knew. We over there talking about, you know, things that white people do like that. And it was like white privilege. And Scott was like, yeah, he was like, it ain't like white privilege. He said, but I do see certain things that shouldn't be as a white man. And the dude, Zach, was like, yeah. He was like, but what am I supposed to, like, go protest it or say it's fucked up and then fuck up what's good for me? He's like, you know, I invited you over. We're eating steaks. So in his mind, he's not doing anything racist or seeing racist because I'm his friend. He's good. Like, dude, me and dude was buddies. But he's like, you know, I get out. I, I go say this or I'm supposed to do this. He's like, you know, that's kind of fucking up something that can be good to me. So what I'm saying is, is people do things like that and they don't realize that, you know, like it's kind of racist. Because at the same time, they don't wish harm on you, like, as an individual. Like, I don't want to see you get brutalized by some police, or I don't want to do this, or I don't want to do that. But at the same time, they're denying things that are systematically fucked up for minorities. All right, so, wait, wait, let me just say this something real quick. So, basically, what you're saying is that um, how your friend is, right? 
he don't want to be part of it because it has nothing to do with him, right? Yeah. And because I'm not gonna try to keep it real with you. This it may seem like it sounds selfish. You know what I'm saying? And I, I guess you feel like you know just by him inviting you, it, you know, it's just so like it's so reason. I don't, I don't, I don't think he's your friend is racist. I think he just don't want to be part of the the, the situation that we're going through. What I'm saying is is all of us can have some racist opinions on things if you realize that it's not right for a mass group of people. You get what I'm saying? I get on that one that part. I don't want to have part on it. I ain't never went to no Black Lives Matter protest. Like, I and you keep, shouldn't. Keep, keep me out. You know what I'm saying? That's where I am on that. But I can also see how certain things can be racist. You get you get what I'm saying, and yeah, like you might support of it, even like with uh, Joe Rogan using the word nigger. Yeah, we went to Philly. We was going to fight and with the H. Like you I'm sorry. Hold on one second. He used the word and, and, and he used the N word. He used a lot. You ain't seen that video? Yeah. They got a video like these use man. They they didn't put a video together and he's like using nigger commonly in conversation and talking about black people with it. Was this when he, he was younger? Like, yeah, it's when he was younger. He was like, because he made an apology video. I seen it the other day. And he's like, you know, that video's from 15 years ago when I first started my podcast and I didn't realize it was right. <laughs> And this and that, just like he said, they went to, uh, they was going to the movies one time when they was on the road in Philly and then got dropped off in a black uh, neighborhood. And they was like, well, we didn't know we was actually going to see Planet of the Apes, but they was going to see Planet of the Apes. Like, but they was referring to all the people around them. Like, they was like, we didn't know the movie was at the Planet of the Apes or something along that line. I seen it the other day on some reels. You know, and that's it. That's that's racist. That don't mean that. So that's why I say some people are do does subconsciously racist things without knowing or like having direct hate in their heart for a black man or a Mexican man or a Chinese man. You know, I, I see people do racist stuff all the time, and you can't deny it when you see. I, it. I go. I ain't gonna lie, E. Like him saying that, like that's like uh. How, how many times? How many times, E? Hold on, E. How many times that we go to a business and or we go somewhere and it's a bunch of it's a bunch of us and we like, oh my god, here we go. <laughs> you know the customer service is bad. You know you got the 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 black the black chick at the counter rolling her eyes at you every five minutes every question you ask. And we start joking about it, but the moment a white person do it, that shit racist. But we do it to our own people. You know what I mean? Well, like, if we I do, and that's why I say you gotta realize that it's coming from all. You know, mm-hmm. and it's not right when we do it because we beat each other up worse than anybody for real. Our own. Oh, oh, oh yeah, man. So. I don't know, man. It's hard for me. I don't know why Joe Rogan was saying that. I, I, I don't I don't know what that shit was about. I don't know. You know, first of all, I think honestly he somebody 
somebody is out for Joe Rogan and somebody wants Joe Rogan canceled. So they're looking at dirt because that's what they did to John Gruden. And we got to be careful. And we got to be careful with the cancel culture. And like you said, we do it to each other. And he got caught doing it in public. He did it. He said what he said, the things he said, and they was jokes. But like I said, I don't think he out here like calling police on black people because they were sitting in the car by a park or something. Like he not on no care type shit. But it kind of lets you know where a person's character, parts of their character. You can't take it away. You know, some people learn from things they do. And it happens. And, you know, so it happens with uh, black people, too, sometimes. They they get out of line. They might get canceled on something. And you might be like, yeah, he was out of bounds with that one. He shouldn't have said that. He shouldn't have Wait, did that. Here, here's we, the thing, though, E. Well, like, we really getting into this. Cause the thing is, that was 15 years ago. The man is 15 years older. He grew. And here's the thing. I can never get mad. At the man, if he is literally freedom of speech, we got it. But the moment somebody says something bad, they try to cancel him. I don't know who these fucking groups of people are, but they're fucking up this world, man. Because Twitter. let them let the motherfucker say it. If he wants to be racist and he want to say some racist shit, let him say it. Because at least you know the fucking truth. I'd rather oh. somebody be racist to my face than <laughs> smiling in my fucking face and shit, but you racist low-key like one of our uh, fucking co-workers that we know about, dog. I ain't even gonna say his name, but you know who I'm fucking talking about. Smiling in our face, listening to rap music like us, trying to fucking fit in, but deep down he don't even fucking like us. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, that, and, that, and that shit, I ain't gonna lie, man, like, it, it, is, a, it is a touchy uh, subject, man, but dog, like, the whole 15 years ago shit, that's fucked up. We can go back to anybody's past and find some fucked up shit. Because they canceled yeah. John Gruden. Now they're trying to fucking cancel Joe Rogan because John Gruden got caught. And he was saying, John, there's a lot of things John Gruden said that I see. A, a like, you know the, the guy, whatever his name is, Vincent Troy, the dude who was the NFL Players Association president, the black dude. You know, John Gruden said the dog had lips the size of Michelin t- uh, tires. A nigga could look at him and say the same shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, a nigga could look at him and say the same thing. He, like, yo, he ain't even lying about it. I'm like, John Gruden, he was observing. He had some jokes for that nigga. You know, I ain't even gonna get mad at him, but dog, like, that, that shit that they trying to do to Joe Rogan is, is bad, but dog, we want freedom of speech, but, you know, we got a cancel culture out there that wants to get rid of it, and it's not... It's not right, dog. And like, the cancer culture is out of control. The cancer culture is out of, you know, and I, you, you know, cancer culture, you know, is out of control when they start trying to go after comedians, you know, and that's like, you know, kind of what comedians do is speak the truth on things. Once they start trying to cancel them, even though they make jokes out of it, some of it's funny, some of it's not, that's when I was like, yeah, it's out of control. Because now, you, if you have an opinion on it and you want to voice it, you get canceled. You know, it is, it's bad. But, yeah, uh... Dog, it really is. It, it, it is, man. But shit, like, it's like one of those touchy subjects because I was talking to my boy Andy earlier, and he was saying, when do we stop? When do we stop drawing the line? Because, what's his name? Donald Sterling, the guy who used to own the... Oh, I think the Clippers. He said something, you know, really uh, uh, racist, like... Yeah, they forced the uh, sales papers behind him. Yeah. Yeah, But he said some real shit, though. 
Wait, I know y'all was not gonna like what I'm about to say, but he did say some real shit though. It's true. Still to this day, what he has said is still going on. Us black people. Oh shoot. Us black people are still being treated less in society, and they make white more privileged. You know what I'm saying? And I just wanted to throw that out there because, you know, he was talking about black Jews and white Jews. Black Jews are being treated way worse than the bomb than white Jews, and it's still to this day. Yes, I get it that he don't want to deal with us black folks, but that's the truth. The things that he say about today's what's going on today's world, man, that. He be saying some real shit though. I, I, it hurts. Truth hurts, but it's the truth. Mm-hmm. But you know, in my opinion, ain't none of this stuff ever gonna get fixed. But you know, we just gotta fix ourselves in the best ability. Make way for ourselves. For real. We're killing each other. Yeah, man, quit killing each other, quit joining gangs, talking about it like it's hard, and niggas need to quit falling for that shit. It's dumb. And just start investing again. You know, like, one thing that I, 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 I bow my head on and commend them is, like, the Spanish, bro. They come together and they invest, and they create businesses, and they take over communities. And they're more uh, family oriented in my You know, they, like, they, they're going into their pockets and their communities, and they're growing them. And they coming together, and they they really don't just don't need nobody, and that's just what everybody's got to do. Get get communities come together, pitch your money together, and build the communities up. Like you uh, can struggle I, to do it because he is ego. Boy, Clifton. Uh, look, this may sound crazy, and I don't want to bring back the racist subject again, but bro, this may start cause a controversy because they trying to cancel DJ Academics too. Like, D, do you know Junior D? Do y'all boys know about DJ Academics? You guys heard of him? Yeah, wasn't he, didn't he, yeah. like, he yeah, got a pick or something like that? Uh, All right. So, here's the situation. Um, you know, he, DJ Academics, like, originally, he's from Jamaica, then moved to New York, and then he blew up when he started, you know, working on, um, you know, doing internet stuff. And he said something that a lot of people didn't like. Because, you know, it's kind of Black History Month, so I guess they're using that as an excuse. But it's kind of true. A lot of us brothers, not I know not all of us, but a lot of us brothers, they be chilling. They're not proactive like us, all four of us that's talking on this podcast. They're not proactive. They're not doing make, make, making big moves. Compared to immigrants, like especially the ones that's from the islands, they out there trying to make something happen. And a lot of people felt some type of way about it. They say like, oh, DJ Academic is fake for saying that shit, but it's kind of the truth. There's some brothers out there that's not doing a, nothing much. They're just chilling, and it's cool, whatever, but, you know, they're not proactive on trying to make big moves for their future or their family. And you I, know, I, I, you know, build, I'm sorry, go ahead. I, I give you my output on what you're saying. I agree with a lot of that, but at the same time, I think the brothers that are from here, they're hung up in the drama from here and like the uh, just like the opportunity not being there so like they dwell on so where when the immigrant comes here he's past that because he's feel like he's made it he got away from where he came from and he sees all the opportunity so he's not really focusing on the racism or 
the things that they don't do or the things not being in the community. You know, I've, I've, I got a few buddies that's from other countries and they go to the projects here and they'll be like, this is lovely. This is nice. Like where I come from, y'all ain't got nothing. And that's why they think they're stupid here. But the African-American man is caught up in this system. He's caught up in this mix, the drama of what he sees as here. You know, he's thinking about what happened to his ancestors and it kind of makes a victim mentality and they don't get ahead. And then at the same time, a lot of them are in the judicial system. You got to think one out of three black men are uh, felons by the time they're like 13. So they're caught up in what they're lost in. And I could be wrong, you know, and that's just what I see and think, you know, compared to like when the immigrants get here, they're more motivated to get the money. They are. It's just work, 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 grind, grind, because it's they're more appreciative instead of thinking. They don't look at it like these slums are slums. You know, like I, I've seen that. And dudes here think they're stuck in the slums. Motherfucker come over here and be like, it was dirt floors in my country where I'm from. Or, you know, we had to walk miles and miles just to get gallons of water. Like, you guys got it all. And, yeah. and that's true. Like, and I, I believe it to be true. You know, just things that I hear on research is like America overall is good everywhere. It ain't really no bad place. Even the, the good dudes just think they stuck in the slums compared to like a world based type of issue. Everybody. Hey, can I be country. honest with you, man? We got, I gotta say this shit. This is so important. Like, so, you know. I don't, I don't know, like, do you know, um, I think his name is, uh, uh, General, uh, Louverture, I cannot, I can't, I can't say, I can't, I can't pronounce his first name, so hard, but Clifford, you know what I'm talking about, Junior, y'all know what I'm talking about, the Haitian general that led Haiti to win that, uh, that war against the French when we wanted to break apart from them, y'all boys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. You there, Junior? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. Oh, I, think yeah, yeah. I know you talking oh, about the guy who led them in the war to fight for the freedom of the country, and then they yeah. made the yeah. deal after the war and stuff. Yeah, yeah, dog. You know what his vision was? He, his vision was not for all Haitians to get free, but for all black people. It was for all black people. That was for all black people, dog. You know, um... And that shit, you know, that shit was real because I'm like, damn. So you telling me if that was his vision the whole time, that means because we got our freedom, Haiti got their little, you know, their freedom literally two years after them, uh, Thomas Jefferson and all his little clowns found the, uh, signed the Declaration of Independence. You know what I mean? That yeah. hasn't meant shit for God knows how long. But he did it for all black people be free for all black people to go do their thing like because i'm telling you this because me and my wife got into an argument like last month because she said we're in an interracial marriage i'm like what the fuck do you mean when i know interracial marriage i'm <laughs> black too i'm not trying to i couldn't believe it i couldn't believe it dog like nigga i i was like what yeah, okay, bro. Like, I, had to stop. Like, I had to stop e. that broke my heart e. 
I was like, I, like I, I know you like we was on the same ships. Our people was on the same ships to get to the Isles of Haiti. You know, we all have to defend. We are the same. And I don't know why we do that as, as humans, you know. Even um, I've, I've seen a lot of the immigrants don't really consider, you know, it's different culture. But like you said, we still the same race. We still black. You black. I'm black. You know, from Africans to Jamaicans to even like Puerto Ricans to African Americans, it's it's uh-huh. from all over, and we are we are. That, that was not I, funny, man. Your wife said right, that. Yo, but I, I can't believe it. I couldn't believe dog. I couldn't believe it. I eat like that shit broke my heart. I'm like dog. My my wife needs to study more, bro. Like, but you know, it's it's not her fault. But because honestly, uh, I see what the American foods. Exactly, exactly, dog. And they all—we always think that that's the best route for them to go to, but you don't even know what they're fucking teaching your kid. Your kid is just speaking high vocabulary words, coming back home, report cards, take straight A's, magna cum laude, and literally, I listen to people like Bobby Hammond, Dr. Khalid Muhammad, and this is literally whatever the oppressor puts on your fucking paper, like. Like, he gives you a certificate, a degree, or whatever. You think that that's it. You think that that's, that's what, what it is. And you don't go out there and you don't do the extra digging yourself. Like, it's crazy, yeah. man. That shit is so and really, crazy, and that's why and, he... And, yeah. And really, we'll never know at all, because from country to country, they educate different. And their stories are different on the history of things that happen in the world in time, you know. It's just like when we was in school, old boy Journey, he was dropping some jewels on us. And he was like, yeah, I learned this. Where was he from again? Uh, uh, man, was it, was it, um, it's somewhere in Africa. I don't even think it was Kenya. It was, uh, what, I think it was Liberia. Liberia, Liberia. Uh-huh. And this yeah. dude was smart, man. Like, he was probably one of the smartest people I've ever encountered, for real. And yeah, his it was. was and there's not a lot of Africans that will talk to us like that. No, like, they won't. Kind of act weird. And, and yeah. that's what I'm saying. It goes vice versa because they feel like we different when we all the same, for real. We all get looked at the same. And even us, you know, over here in America, it's like we all come from the motherland eventually. That's where the roots got to go back to. African descent, you know, with the woolly hair, the dark skin, you know. Yeah. You already Cult- know exactly. The cultures are different. Mm-hmm. Well, at the end of the day, yeah, we we're still the same. But either when I tell you that shit broke my heart, then my wife said that I couldn't believe it, man. I'm like, this is crazy, dog. This is like really? we need to educate interracial marriage. Like, man, when I tell you, like, we need to like study more. And Malcolm X said this, and even our oppressors have said this. You want to keep a secret from a black man, put it in a book. He'll never look at it. You know what I mean? Like, like niggas literally got to pick up books and read. And sometimes you ain't even got to read these days, dog. There's you can tapes. Listen to you can Wait. listen to them, dog. Hey, guys. educated and shit. I, I just want to say real quick. Look, I, this, I, I still, like, baffled what your wife said. And I'm not trying to dra- drag this any longer. But if you look at, like, a job application... At the end of the day, we all press that button, we're black. You know what I'm saying? When they ask you about your race. So, 
I, it just got me thinking about what she just said for a second there. But yo, that that made my night with that the whole situation, Rob. I, and that's all I got to say. But yeah, you write about how you know put everything in a book and a black person will look at it. Like yep. there's a lot of like history historical thing that us black folks have did. Um, and we're not, you know, honestly, we're not looking into the, some of our history. Of course, it's hidden from us, but our history is so big. It's so deep. Like, I'm so tired of seeing, like, you know, I understand this is part of the American history of the being slaves, but there's a lot of hidden stuff, hidden knowledge about us Blacks that, you know, these people are not letting us know. And, you know, if I even speak on these type of information... You know, you get banned from YouTube or TikTok about these information. I just don't understand, man. Like, I really don't. Because they're with the people in the positions of power. They're with those people. It's good. I was going to say, they can't let certain things... It's about control. And if a lot of real history gets out there, they'll lose control. And that's what it's just all about. Like, we're controlled. As, as much as we want to think we're free and we do this and we do that, we we all control, and we and there they put us in groups to think the same, and it's it's like it's psychological control, honestly, you know. So it, they can't have you saying anything on the internet because that might spark different interests and different thoughts, and okay, which okay. people to act certain ways that they don't want people to act like. So is it safe to say this? And I and, and you know I'm not even trying to like. Um, make anybody feel some type of way after hearing this but my theory is this like always have movies or constant like constant a reminder of just being a slave when we have a history deeper than that it's just like you know i know hollywood um i think cia they pretty much own hollywood they tell them what to play what kind of movies need to be played yeah it and, does go way i i got the perfect answer for you it does go way deeper than that but the way they took us, killed us, and lied to us, and gave us their history and remade it, it, it goes back to like Robin was just saying, it's the education system's got us thinking things aren't how they really played. And then the time before that, far as from like where we are, anybody that came off them ships, you really don't even know the history before. You don't even know your family roots, real names and shit. So you don't even know where to go begin on finding the culture that is the original culture that goes way deeper than before slavery. Mm -hmm. yeah, like you actually look at it, the oppressor was never smart because he stole everything from us. You know what I mean? It was never for, smart. For sure. Like, I listened, I listened to a lecture by Dr. John Henry Clark. Smart-ass man. Um, basically, Christianity was our baby, like he said. It was our baby. We we created that shit, right? And then Europe took it and just dumped it in their country and changed all of it up, and it wasn't even our baby anymore. They done twisted it, fucked it all up. We'll never know what the hell it was like before, you know? But I do know this, though. We, we Unless you care go about other countries and start studying, because... Yeah, yeah. Coming from other countries, that's why I was talking about like uh, the guy uh, Journey that we went to school with, like because on slaves, Liberia was one of the places 
that like from places like Jamaica, Haiti, United States, when we got free, and I don't know if it was Jamaica and Haiti for sure, but I know in the United States for real, they sent a lot of them back over there to try to get them out the country when they got their freedom and gave them citizenship in Liberia. So when you go, when they do their history lessons, they're teaching things and they can probably go farther back than uh, what we can, even what we get in these books over here in America, you know, and that's, that's, and that's, that's what makes things difficult though, to find out the, what's before and the real. Cause like, we pretty much got a fairy tale of, of, oh, yeah. of a, a movie that's fed to us. Yep, that's why Christmas don't feel like shit to me. Christmas, <laughs> Thanksgiving, Halloween. I realized the big sham. The last three months of the year, we're going to make three special fucking holidays so we can put a lot of money in our pockets so we can start off the next year strong. And they've been doing it for centuries, dog. Yo, everybody, we're going to even call something Black Friday. You know what I mean? Like, Black Friday, we're going to lower the prices. Everybody going to shop. Shit crazy, man. And they've been getting away with it for years. Like, when Christmas come me, I don't even feel nothing. Nah, well, I just, I just made it about my own special, just feeling good with appreciating my family. My, my in general, kids, I got my old lady. And just exactly. appreciate Eat with y'all and just love that. But as far as that story go, nah. Now, if the kids... The kids want to feel it with the tree and all that because their imagination is cool as they little babies. But once they get about five, six, I'm Santa Claus. I let I let you think of Santa Claus as a baby. <laughs> for real though, and I might and I might be wrong for doing that. But once you old enough to really understand what's going on, I'm real Santa. But yeah, when you two and three and you looking at cartoons. And you in your imagination fully, I'm gonna go ahead and let you have it. But as soon as I can tell by the way you talking and what you know, yeah. I'm Santa. You know, as soon as, as soon as I know you know Santa Claus is not a real thing. Then nobody come down no chimney. I ate the cookies that we put on the table. <laughs> <laughs> Junior, what you think about all this? Junior? Yeah, yeah, I'm still I'm still Yeah, Junior, what you think about Christmas, man? I got to make sure you're still alive, dog. You haven't said anything. I haven't even heard you laugh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, Christmas, man, I feel like, I feel like, you know, for kids, they, they should still have that, that Christmas spirit. But once they hit that right age, you know, you got to let them know what's up, man. Like, you can't, you can't drag, it, drag it for too long because then, you know, like, you, you know, they're going to be sitting on other people's laps thinking it's okay, thinking they Santa. You know, that's, 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 that's not right. You know, they be having, like, like skinny Santa, big Santa. And, like, it's, it's, it's a regular dude under there. You know, you don't want your daughter to be sitting on, on no, no random dude's lap. You know? No. Like I said, that's why I said it's about about five, six years old, you know. And then they once they get in school and stuff, they smart enough to know that ain't no real Santa. You know. And that's when I let them know I'm Santa Claus. I decided he was good or bad. 
Exactly, dog. And shit. And and he dog, he got a transition to to another topic, man. Dog, that was that was good, dog. Okay. I, went, I got, I got one race. I want to talk. I got one I want to talk to from personal experience, dog. They dog. need to shut down travel for semis when it snows. Like I just realized that the other day when I stood off the road when I was on the phone with y'all, bro. Like, uh-huh. for real though, like it, it should just move when the, because it, if certain cities and stuff ain't gonna do what they need to do on the highways, they just need to say no movement at all. You know, and I'm I'm a true believer in that. And I know we all got to get our money and stuff, but man, it's just crazy, though. Yeah, you right. I was in the ditch. I'm not traveling in the snow anymore either, man. It wasn't fun, and it wasn't fun paying all those toll bills. We don't have, like, we don't get no respect. There's no benefits to being a truck driver besides the money that you make when you get these loads done. But as far as when you fuck up, you paying every fucking dollar. Like for a fucking towing company to come out, you got to pay that shit out of your pocket. The city don't even back you up. Like, man, nobody else should pay them. need some incentives or something. Especially for, like, the owner-operators, like you said. City come out, pull you out or bust you over your head and go out the way. Like, tax dollars should cover some of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, there needs to be rules about us traveling on the highway. I feel, I don't know if y'all feel that way. But, that was, it was kind of some scary stuff and that was the first time that happened, you know, in a year and a half driving, slid off on into the median, somebody hit their brakes. Boy, tickets for people doing that shit. Right, dog. I think there needs to be tickets for people doing that dumb shit. You can't keep fucking getting in front of a trucker, man. Get the fuck out of their way. They're driving. Make sure you have a very good, safe amount of space. And don't smack your fucking brakes in front of them. I really think people need to start getting pulled over and get tickets for that shit. So you can cut it yeah. out. There's a lot Damn of dumb ass driving. That's called brake check. If somebody trying to do that, they trying to like make some money off of you. Like... I'm gonna keep going. It's dangerous. Yeah, they, they, they can call themselves trying to make money in a semi. They try to lose their life. Is what they try to do. Because <laughs> for sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> you you uh, might not make it to court to get that check, buddy, with this big truck. You know what I'm saying? Especially if it's full load. Uh-huh. Right. But, and then it doesn't stop. You know, like I seen that video when I was in CRST of that guy who was looking at his text message, him and his girl were arguing, and then when he looked up, he done, he done hit a guy, and he hit the whole back of the, the car, and it went over the car, and it smashed off, had his whole body. I was like, damn, that shit fucked up. Now he's in prison for life, man, but yeah, dog, that's, that's when people want to break check, they ought to watch that video, or maybe they make them think twice about that shit. And, you know, a lot of drivers just don't know, and there's no education about the commercial vehicles on the road. So you go get your license. And, 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 you know, that's part of what they need to inform people on, too, and to watch out for it, how to watch out for it, and don't do this and don't do that. Because yeah. even, like, the other day when I talked to the safety director, he's like, well, you're the professional driver. It's your fault. You should have noticed. You should have been going slow. It's like, bro. I'm on, I'm in a 65 doing a 45 already. Yeah, that's the that's the thing. Um, I I have spoke with a trainer. They say that we have a lot of responsibility. Even if it, 
you know, Stupid. you know, you're not controlling the those those other cars. They 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 expect you to to have like you know to be the parent when you're on these type of situations. That's basically like you know, I know you can't control your kids for everything they do, but uh-huh. you, you have to be responsible how they handle themselves. I guess I don't know. I'm a, I'm gonna be honest with you that I really hate how they set up that system like that way. Uh, Cause they don't like us in this industry. You know what I mean? It's been a good old boy club for a long time, but now um, more minorities are doing this shit. You know, if you look at truck stops, it's more young minorities all doing this. For real. Young dudes. Some of them don't even know how to speak English if they drive in trucks. You know what I mean? Like, they, it, it, it's, it's, it's stupid, man. Like, you, you tell it. I can't believe he said that to you. He, I, did you ask that safety director if he used to be a driver? No, I didn't. I just... Just was like, yeah, I understand. I'm sorry, you know. Just kept it pushing through, you know. Only truckers understand what you go through. A safety director who's never driven a truck, he shouldn't even be a safety director because he don't know what he's talking about. Almost like Scott from Building. <laughs> you know, to tell me, drive, drive safe, drive safe. You know, with his little country accent. But I don't even think he ever drove trucks in his life, dog. He probably, probably didn't. Know. You know, but I'm like. How are you going to say I need to go slower when I'm doing 20 under the actual speed limit already? Right? And then uh-huh. you probably need LB time, you know, or if if it is weather, then, like, if if they can't, they got to figure something out, too, with that, because you're fighting time on your ELD clock. So if it is a snowstorm, uh-huh. maybe the clock shouldn't matter, you know. Maybe, maybe it needs to be discontinued in those moments. I'm gonna be honest with you. If I'm, if I'm on the clock and there's a snowstorm, the person could be mad at me. You know what I'm saying? That they could be mad at me for running late or even like, yeah, or just being hella late. Like at the end of the day, it's, it's you know your livelihood matters. At the end of the day, it's your life that matters. You know they don't really care if you become when once you pass away or God forbid, you know you enter a huge car accident. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's it's very scary out there. And I'm not saying be selfish or not to care about, you know, trying to get down time, but your, your life comes first. Yeah, no, nah, well, it ain't about that. I'm talking about, like, with the ELD clock and DLT in this slot. Because if you get uh-huh. stuck and you still need to get somewhere safe and you run out of time, they're still going to hold you up if you got to move. It's stupid. You know what I'm saying? Because you, I, you yeah. definitely, I know I don't, and that's one thing I realized with being in the seat. Last year was different because we stayed in a hotel. I wasn't in a sleeper. I was in a day cab. But in the snow, I'm definitely not trying to go on no rent because you mess around, somebody going to slide in and smack anything. So that happened to me. Uh-huh. That, that happened to me. Like, like I was running out of time. And, like, I had to make, like, a, you know, emergency stop. Mind you, I didn't want to stop there because I feel like if I would have stayed there too long, I probably would have got stuck. But... I already know, like, like they gonna start tripping if if you go over or stuff like that. So I feel like I feel like you're right. They should take eliminate the time, you know, especially when it's like heavy snow, because you gotta get the safety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, your hey, safety e, is like more important. Hey, Junior and E, did y'all see that? Um, they 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 made that shit. They added it today. No, tomorrow. <clears throat> people that are going into school to get their CDLs. You know, they're all doing ELD training. And the people that did it were the stakeholders. And I'm like, what the fuck? Stakeholders? <clears throat> Why the fuck don't I get an input on anything? 
You know what I mean? Like, why the fuck do I? I'm actually driving. I actually know what the fuck is wrong with the system. You know what I mean? Like, that's crazy. I feel like, honestly, all truckers need to have a voice. All truckers need to be able to vote on shit. Because we are the only ones that fucking understand <laughs> everything that's going on on the road. The stress that comes with it. That's crazy, dog. Fucking stakeholders, E. Did you see that shit? Uh-huh. I, 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 I also want to say this. I also want to say this. Like, truckers are... Like, I think you're the one that said it too, Rob. Like, truckers are the backbone of America. Like, they... Period. You know, like... It's, it's crazy how the nonsense that y'all have to go through this. But, you know, I think... I don't know if there, there's a way to pass some kind of law for, you know, for truckers. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, they don't want to. I'm going to have to look that up. I'm sorry? They don't want to. They don't want they don't to want... all that power. You know, you know that we're actually supposed to get paid way more money. Do you know, dog, like, like, Clifton, since, like, I think 19... I, yeah, I think, quote me if I'm wrong, he might be the 80s, correct me if I'm wrong, he might be the 80s or 70s. So, since then, the trucker's pay has dropped 60%. Nigga, a long time ago, every truck driving job paid you over $100,000 a year. Almost all of them. And they dropped all that shit. They dropped all that shit, man. The fuck? Because all of a sudden, guys that used to be truckers, I guess... They, they became sellouts and shit. They, they got into these uh, million dollar, billion dollar uh, seats where they apparently had uh, power over what all of us are doing. They're getting all the fucking money now. You know what I mean? Oh. It's fucking stupid, man. It's fucking stupid. Yep. And get the fuck out of here. Don't mean a goddamn thing. And the pay doesn't move with the money, you know, also. But you're right. So, like, I, I was talking to a driver, said he making the same right now that he was, like, 30 years ago. Maybe 30 a long time ago. ago. So, like, there's drivers that was driving back then, and they're making the same money now. So, like... I think that's, that's the reason they, why, you know, it, it, it became a shortage of drivers, man. They, they, they realized that... You know, they not getting their full potential of, of money from this. They're lying about uh, that, Junior. They're lying about that, Junior. There's no shortage of drivers, dog. He like, like, dog. You can ask. You, you, you know this, uh, Junior. When you was at Warner, they, they had so many, they had so many people in the fucking hotel waiting for a train. There ain't no shortage. They're lying about that. No, well, it's not even that. that. Not even that. Go to truck stops. It don't yep. matter where you exactly. at, these trucks have to be filled up. Now, <laughs> yeah, it ain't no parking. It's going to take you 30, uh -huh. 45 minutes to get fuel. And, yeah. Now, what it is, is, is America are such consumers that we can't have, we don't have enough driver to keep up with the loads of things that need to be shipped. You know what I'm saying? And they make it that way on purpose, for real. And they just think there's a shortage on drivers, but now they got this new regulation. Like you were saying, it's going to take longer to get your CDL. It's not going to be like four to six weeks no more. But good thing we got it early before before they implemented that. I feel like they yeah. like why 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 making it 
making it harder for us, you know, like. like it's all about people, how they people can find money to make more money. For them to get some of the money. That's what so it's now, all so about. Now, so, so now it's going to become where you got to go get, get like a, a degree, a four-year <laughs> degree, just to, just to become a trucker. It ain't going to be four years, but it's going to take like six months now to get your CDL. And then, and, then after, and, then, and then after that, you have to pay, you have to pay back hella loans. Yeah. Loans. And then, so what it, what, it, what has actually happened is the federal has come in and took over the training situation. It's not state anymore. State's not over the rules and regulations. It's federal. They come in so they just booted the state out. So like it's gonna. Who, who might be what's this? Uh, who knows? You know, they're, they're, that's they're, that, whenever it come on money, whenever it come on money, that's what it, that's what happens. But you know what it is, it's really? It's what it is, like, But you said where it comes from. Part of where it comes from is it's just like when we was in school. One of our teachers was bragging about how he was up in D.C. protesting this and that, and he's part of the ELD changes. I don't know if it was true or not, but that's what he was saying. You remember that, uh, Robin? Yeah, I remember. I remember. Yep, Scott. So, what it is is these people that are going to D.C. and and fighting about which should go this way, which should go that way, is we're getting the reaction that the government's giving us on the way that this uh, industry is going to be ran. This is all about getting money, man. How they can take the money. All day. Yep. All day. Yeah. Who represents the truckers? I don't even know who what the trucker organization is for all of us. I feel like every single fucking <laughs> one of us need to have a voice. That's the truth. We all should be able to vote on everything. We're the ones risking our lives every fucking day. Any day one yep. of us can fucking die. And there's uh, there's groups out there that that you can make that voice. I just don't know where they are or where you gotta go. You know, it's just like even up in Canada, what they're doing, how they're boycotting the uh, Corona shot with the truckers, and they got their capitals. Well, shout out to Canada. Uh, shout out to them for real. Uh, yeah, yeah. I shout out to them. You know, so. I'm not. Who knows? But uh, yeah, I don't know where where to start at either. Here, you know, the best I could do is maybe go find someone like that instructor we had and go talk to him. I'm sure he can point you in the direction. Uh, if he if he wants to talk, because e I noticed when he kept on talking and we were listening, um, he 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 was he was open to telling us a whole bunch of shit. But when we engaged and we started asking his questions, all of a sudden he tried to pull back. Because when I yeah. wanted to talk to him, all of a sudden he kind of like pushed back, and that's just the typical. I ain't trying to be fucked up, but there's. I've always been saying this for a long time. There's typical white man shit that I've seen, you know, in my life. Like they just, they just, you know, you're either a different type of white man or you're the typical white man, you know, where you want to make sure that you stay on top, you remain dominant and supreme. And you know all the secrets that I don't know because you want to make sure you remain having an edge on me and you don't want me to know the truth. And then there's good white people that actually look out and they tell you everything, you know? Like, yeah, this guy literally opened up to me and E. Clifton, um, Clifton and Jr. And then when we started asking him questions about, yo, how can we get involved, this and that, he didn't say anything. Even Quincy, 
like it's fucked up. I'm just putting all these niggas' names out there. Yo, yeah, even yeah. Quincy was kind of soft about it. Even Quincy was soft because he said, "Hold on, you did that shit," and he just eats them. And Quincy should have talked to us because he's a black dude. He should have said, "Hey, this is how this is gonna affect you when you get in this industry." Once again, another man has a chance. As a black man has a chance to influence a younger generation, and he closes the door. He because he's selfish. Like it's kind of like what you was talking about. E, you know, you give it, you give shout outs to the Hispanics because they together. But black people, they always are divided. Always, every moment you have a chance to unite, niggas just. Get egos, niggas get big-headed and just be so stupid. Like that nigga had a chance to say something because I don't know if you used to watch the I Am Athlete podcast. He, the boys broke up, man. They don't went the separate ways. I've, I've watched some of those uh, podcasts because that was I like that one and the uh, the smoke, all the smoke. Uh, but I didn't know they had broke up. But yeah, man. It, you know, when you start getting uh-huh. in the business side of things and people uh, are making your narrative and, and writing the agenda. I think it's know. Brandon Marshall, man. I think it's Brandon Marshall, dog. I got to be honest. Might have been Brandon Marshall. Because, like, Shannon Crowder and Fred Taylor, they dipped out. And now they're doing this Pivot podcast with, with Ryan Clark. It's not a bad podcast. It's pretty good. I actually like it. But the I Am Athlete just isn't the same without Fred Taylor and Shannon Crowder, man. And, and I see fucking Brandon Marshall doing ESPN shit like how First Take did when they got rid of Max Kellerman. They have a different fucking guest all the time. Like, there's no consistency. I don't know what the fuck Brandon Marshall doing, but this is the problem in the black community, and they just did it again. We never could just stick together long enough to unite and make a difference, man. We just got to divide. You know what I mean? Every fucking time. Like, I was enjoying that show, but I ain't going to lie. You know, it was starting to get weird with the race car, the NASCAR, like all this dumb shit. Like, you know, I, I think I don't know if it was Brandon Marshall's idea, whose idea it was, but oh, they were making it whack. They were starting and to make it why, whack, and and that's why, like, when you get into the business side of entertainment and stuff, you got to keep that stuff away from your content because it will take you down. It, it will. It'll it demolish it. Uh huh. Yeah, man. Because I miss the way it was before. You know, it's cool that Shannon Crowder and Fred Taylor can do their own thing with Ryan Clark, but still, man, I am athlete just ain't the same without those guys, man. And it's crazy. They didn't want to badmouth them. They didn't want to say what was going on. They only said one thing. They just didn't see eye to eye on business. I did like business things. So I want to say it was with Brandon Marshall. You know, but it kind of hurts me. I wish them niggas was honest about it and just say, you're not bad-mouthing Brandon Marshall if you're telling the truth, you know, because you could save the next nigga who probably wants to do business with Brandon Marshall. Now you got that nigga kind of taking two steps back, like, ah, oh, nah, uh, I probably need to keep an eye on this thing or, or I can't work with this nigga because of based on what Channing Crowder said. You know what I'm saying? Like that. I wish the niggas was a little bit more honest. Niggas always want to keep secrets and shit, but I get it. They ain't want to be typical gossipy motherfuckers, man. But still, I think we should know the truth because we supported y'all show. We supported y'all show, man. Tell 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 me something. But but he, man, uh, me and Clifton and Junior were talking about the the uh, coaching situation with the Dolphins and shit and Brian Flores, and we were talking about how. 
Brian Flores, who's the NFL, it's all up on TV. They got it on CBS. They got this nigga on an interview with different sports shows. But when John Gruden sued the NFL, that shit wasn't really on TV. John Gruden wasn't even, they never even called John Gruden in for an interview on TV. Did you notice that shit? I didn't even know that John Gruden had, uh, you know. But it goes to show me that's a lot of people. E-Man, I can't hear you, brother. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What you said? I said that it just goes to show you, like, how the media has control. Like, they they take what they want and they blow it up and they run with it and get paid off of it. And then certain things, they just don't say nothing about it. And it's just under wraps because... Yeah, I didn't know that he even had a suit in the NFL. I never heard nothing about that. Invasion of privacy of all those emails. Those emails were old. You know what I'm saying? And 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 I ain't gonna lie. Them firing John Gruden might have ruined the Raiders' chances of probably winning or making the playoffs, man. Like John Gruden was doing something special with them again, man. They were getting it together. They were winning, and then. They fired John Gruden on his third year. He felt like they did him dirty, and so he filed a grievance against the NFL. He did the same thing Brian Flores did, but for whatever reason, what Brian Flores is doing, it's just mainstream. And now all of a sudden, Marvin Lewis wants to come out and say, yeah, man, the NFL's been doing that against me too. And Mike Tomlin hasn't said anything. But it would be powerful if Mike Tomlin said, hey, the NFL needs to stop doing that. But Mike Tomlin might be scared that the Steelers could fire him in the drop of a hat if he says something. Yeah, you know it is. If, if his situation is not going bad, why? And I got to make sure I keep everything good over here. So I'm going to just stay quiet and keep collecting my check. And that's, that's what we get a lot of in a lot of situations. People just don't want to disrupt, you know, their money. They just want to stay out of it and get paid. Uh-huh. But we'll see how long they thought that right now he ain't he hasn't been looking for a quarterback. I don't think he's been looking for a quarterback, dog. So we'll see how long they make him last. He, like, I don't know if he's going to – he probably can just get fired. We'll see what happens to, to, uh, to Mike Tomlin, dog. I think he's good regardless because he's gotten those rings, you know. Once you do that, like, I think you can the golden world, man, with the franchise of professional sports. Bring your championship. I think, I think they're going to try to hide their their, their, their flawness, though. And no matter how much championship you have, if they're trying to hide, you know, the secret behind the NFL, they're going to get rid of you, no matter what. No matter how much ring you have. Yeah, no, that yeah, they like, are. Because I feel like I feel like when 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 they become a coach, they you know they go over that that agreement. You know they have a lot of rules in the NFL that if, if you if you don't follow it, then you get fined or or you can lose your job. And then if you if you don't obey the the rules that they tell you, then you know that's money coming out of your pocket. And a lot of people don't want that. A lot of people don't want to lose their no money out of their pocket. They want to just keep quiet. It's, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of shady stuff going in the NFL. Oh, yeah. You know, a lot. A lot of shit. A lot of shit. It's all, it's all fucked up. Oh, yeah. It's all, and everybody being quiet because don't nobody want to disrupt their pay. You know, that's... that's yeah. Kind of like, 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 Clifford. Go ahead, Junior. 
they getting paid like millions of dollars just to do what they do and to to, to sabotage that they they wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. So they rather keep, exactly. keep keep it going the way it is. Hey Clifton, you still there? Oh yeah, of course. Oh, uh, hey Clifton, tell 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 us uh, earlier what you had found out that the Cleveland Browns were doing that you just saw on ESPN. So they did an investigation. They found out that they were paying they was paying the coach to lose games, and it made me come to a big realization that you know the NFL games are rigged. You know, I know some of y'all don't want to hear that because, but, you know, it got me doing a lot of thinking. There's so many times, especially during the playoffs, where you know a team could be another team. Like, for example, the Chiefs. Tom Brady. Huh? Tom Brady. Yo, he, he, oh, yeah, yeah. We could have, we, yeah, I'm going to bring up the Tom Brady part two, but, like, there's so many times that the Chiefs, you know, the Chiefs was, like, not so many times, like, there was um, that moment where the Chiefs were supposed to beat the Bengals, but it looked like they, you know, what a coincidence! They they flopped. They completely flopped. The the like the second quarter of the of the game, you know, and it got me doing a lot of thinking. Like, bro, like how like how could they lose? You know what I'm saying? How could they lose in a situation like that? It just it just baffled me. You know what I'm saying? It literally baffled me about it. Um. And, and so, you know, when that news came out, I'm sorry, hold on. I just want to say, when that news came out, it got me thinking, like, bro, like, they paid them to lose games and about the Browns. And they're like, yo, if, if the Browns are getting paid to lose games, trust me, on, on like, on everything, they are getting paid um, to lose certain games for certain teams to make it to the, to the advance. I mean, probably based on bets, you know what I'm saying? Based on, you know, you, 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 you don't know, I don't know the, the whole motive, but most likely based on bets, you know what I'm saying? And that's, that's exactly what I mean. like Vegas, man. Vegas, them bets, you know, you got people betting millions of dollars on games to where, like, I don't think that the games are rigged like WWE type rig, like fake. Or like the whole team's losing a game, but they'll pay a ref or maybe a, a coach to blow it with some crazy, stupid calls, or maybe even a quarterback. I agree, you know? but no, I just want to say this real quick. I agree with what you say, Evie, but like, bro, there was a, so many like the situation with the Kansas Chiefs and Bengals. I know I sound like a broken record for saying this. But it looked like, bro, you wasn't even trying. You wasn't even trying. You didn't have the same energy you had with the Buffalo Bills. That's all I'm saying. You had no, to have like, but the question is, is who's the one that got paid off? Was it a quarterback or was it a coach in that situation? The defense, they played their hearts out. Second half, see, it was something was fishy with the offense. You didn't even score they didn't even score. I think it's the coaches, like, because the coaches is in charge of all the plays. So, like, if if somebody comes during halftime, be like, "Yo, coach, um, if you if you if you mess up some plays, I'm gonna give you a hundred thousand dollars." Best believe, for me, I ain't gonna lie. I'm taking that hundred k for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say that shit. But that's how it is. Money, money is is the power. Like that's all it is. 
fucked up, man. I don't, it I don't think it's it's rigged like 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 he said like the WWE. I don't think it's rigged like that. I think it, it's more like you know a group of people that come together and they they want more money and they and they know Vegas Vegas about to pay this much money. Yeah, and, and that's that's with basketball too. I think it's it works both ways. You know, yeah, Vegas by the way. Oh, it is. Because how come how, oh, how come definitely. Vegas always know Vegas always know who's going? How the hell? Vegas always know. Who, who's gonna be? Who, who's gonna be at the top? So it's a, it's, it's like gamble. They already yeah, predicted the game. They already predicted the game. And then I was thinking, yeah, they know how they how they want the game to go. It's coming in, and and all that they gotta do is pay. Like like I said, you can pay a rest, and he can mess the whole game up. Or yeah, you can pay a price, and he can mess the whole game up. Yeah, they put a couple of them in prison already in the NBA. Yeah, over time, there has been. They have. They, and that's how you know they're still doing it. You said, what? what? <laughs> they're in prison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they done arrested a couple referees in the NBA that were doing that. You know, oh, that, were, that were getting paid. Yeah, they were getting paid to, to actually blow calls. Wow. I know they're doing the I same shit in the NFL. I know they're doing the yeah, same shit in the NFL because the Chiefs literally just gave that game up. But you see what they're doing though, uh, Ian Clifton. They they're trying to blame it on Patrick Mahomes' uh, uh, fiance and his brother. Man, they, you see how they doing what that? Shit now? With Steph Curry, they, they, like people did the same thing with Steph Curry, and you know when he started losing games, but it wasn't even that. It was just he was having a bad. Yeah, it wasn't even like no. I don't want to take that. No, I don't, I'm not taking that excuses. At the end of the day, you, you know, y'all boys have a good, you know, y'all boys have a good point on that situation where it might be the money and or, or it might just be the the coach bad, um, bad, you know, bad plays. That's it. So I'm not, I'm not gonna take that, you know, because I don't know, I don't want, I don't want to put it like that way. It's easy to blame it on somebody else for, for you know, for for, for messing up, but it was after like the the first half. Well, you got a text from your girl that you know she's getting her, you know, her, her ass ran through a train. Like what? No, you you took an L. You took, you took it. Go ahead. Sorry. Nah, nah. I just said he told me lawyer, but go ahead. <laughs> um, that's all I can say, man. That's all my um, that's that's all I can say about that, man. Like, that's just my two cents. And again, you know, we had a good a good convo. Y'all boys, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. Rob, uh, what you think? Yeah, it's gotta be the longest podcast. For sure. Out one of the longest two hours in a minute, dog. Time is Motherfucker, man. Yeah, that shit. Cause it was, it was, it was deep as a motherfucker. Like I, I, I call, I told E, hey, I'm calling you right now, cause it was getting deep. I'm like, let me get this nigga on here now. <laughs> e, what that lesbian shit like Clifton? I'm I'm happy you said that shit. I had no idea. I ain't know that they were going through a, their divorce rate was higher than heterosexual couples and, and 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 gay males. I had no idea, man. That shit crazy. That shit crazy, dog. Yeah, that's wild, man. 